Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to another episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and uranus. And I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Malshine, and we have a two-parter for you today. We're going to do a nice, big, chunky update of all the Meghan and Harry drama from Spotify to Dior. Uh, but before that, by popular demand, we're going to do a little bit of a just a, a little bit of a temperature check on HBO's The Idol. Where are we at with it? A few people have asked us, what do we think of the most recent two episodes? Yeah. Uh, Sarah, obviously, we had a little bit of a more optimistic take. We were like, we're yep. this is cringe, but we're ready to go on the journey anyway. Sure. Yep. Do you still feel that way? Um. I am still on the journey. Same. I'm still going to keep watching it. I am here. We're here. And I remain committed to the things that I declare my commitments to just as a practice. Mm -hmm. So I will see this through. But I will say episode three, which is what we're on now. uh, Yeah. Until you said, let's talk about it today. I did. I did stop watching after the Valentino uh, escapade. I was like, this is so stupid. Get me out of here. Yeah, I think. The central question that I have is around the weekend and what he's trying to accomplish with this, because it's pretty clear that he sees himself as the auteur of this five episode series. He, he feels, which, you know, having been to film school, both of us know. We're actually film students. Yes. There is a lot of graduates, film graduates. There's a lot of debate over who in, who on a film set or who in the production line is the auteur who is the sole uh like the person who's most responsible for the way that's a film or tv show comes out everyone will have a different answer usually it will correspond with whatever department they work in but the weekend clearly feels that he's the auteur of this show and i'm just like what is he trying to accomplish here because there are some moments of the show that i still find really compelling mainly just all the other performers besides (laughs) him him. like i I would join a cult like it, we're we're seeing more that he is a cult leader. We're understanding right. now that the people around him are brainwashed. Yep. And just from watching it, I'm like, I would join a cult of literally anyone else on this show besides him. Right. He's a charisma black hole. It was funny. I was reading like another scathing review of the show and they were talking about how they were like clearly roasting, but they were like, yeah, you you could argue that the character of what's the name again? Edgeros. Why is it Tedros Tedros also? That's just like so stupid. It's, but like, it's made up because it's a made up name. He made Right, it but it's like, I don't know. It's not Madonna Madonna. Like you idiots. It's very but- lazy. It reminds me of when you're watching um, Yellowstone and it <laughs> gradually dawns on you that the show doesn't have a writer's room and the guy who writes, <laughs> the guy who writes all of the episodes has overcommitted himself to like three other spinoffs. So Dude, he's at one point yes. in like mid-season two, he stops coming up with names for characters. Like literally- a character comes in who's a cowboy and he's like, my name's Cowboy. Oh my God, stop. They get a dog and they're like, oh, we're just calling the dog dog. And then they end up, they, they end up changing the dog's name to a native word for dog. But it's like, no, you, that's still literally just as lazy. And then he's like, we'll add, it, we'll add it three episodes later. I don't have time to Google what the Native American name for dog is right now. I'm overbooked. Yeah. And then like. They also, they're at a rodeo one day and there's a horse that's supposed to be really scary. And they're like, what's its name? And they're like, no name. And and you're just like, no, Molly, are to- you kidding me? I swear to God, it's the funniest <laughs> show. Like Yellowstone, Nick and I watched the whole series in probably like two months. It's honestly so worth it because 
okay I, I might need a new show because the idol isn't quite living up and there's actually like no episodes anyway maybe i'll give it a shot because you are truly piquing my curiosity it's so much of a what not to do and then there's uh, also so many parts that are so right and it's addictive i mean honestly you're kind of describing like my favorite like type of weekend yeah, it's it's redneck succession. It's it's just I don't know. It's so there are so many stupid stupid moments. But anyway, yeah, Tedros Tedros, that is one of those writing decisions where it's like is this deep or is this you just didn't think feel like thinking of a second name? Because right. And is it like is it just to make everybody that is Lily Rose Depp or anybody in the cult just like appear to be stupid. Like that's the only thing I could think where it's like, oh, it's Tedros Tedros. And it's like, you guys don't yeah. know yourselves. Like, is that the first like sign that you've been brainwashed that you don't think it's weird that his fake name, his fake first name is also his fake second name? Right. And here's what else is really funny about it. It's an it's a name originating in Ethiopia, which is where Abel Tesve originates from. Like his he has Ethiopian ancestry. And it means gift of God. So it's like Theodore. But so you know that he was so proud of himself when he stumbled on Tedros because he was like, oh, yeah, this guy's a God. And then he was just so proud of himself that he repeated it instead of giving him a last name. It's literally so. okay. so essentially what you're even saying is like the name that he chose for this character that's not him is God, 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 God. Yeah, basically. So from what what I'm saying, like he's the auteur of the show. He sees himself at least as the auteur of the show. He seems to feel that the show came out awesome and perfect. And he has he no wants notes. to be not only the auteur of the show, but he clearly wants to be the motherfucking vehicle. This is yeah. uh, he's the star of the show. Oh, but the joke that someone was making was that he's such a bad actor that like yeah like one could see like Tedros Tedros like just wearing sunglasses indoors all the time but actually it was probably a part it was probably like a a decision made by the director to actually hide the fact that this dude can't act like if you can hide someone's eyes you can sort of get away with saying lines but like that he's that bad that even behind sunglasses we're like we don't believe you yeah but he basically keeps giving these interviews and issuing these statements especially after the second episode with that horrific sex scene which one like which there are so many which one she's like on the bed blindfolded and he's saying gross things to her and then the other girl from the cult is like hiding in the in the closet sticking her own fingers down her throat aziz unsorrying herself like you're just (laughs) do you remember that that's a deep cut i remember that no one google it but like (gasps) he said after that episode he like said in an interview with gq this guy is supposed to be a creep like you're supposed to think he's a creep so it's like, I don't know. Is he just retconning it because everyone thinks he's so disgusting in this role? Do you think that he really is supposed to be a creep? Because the, like, he's definitely, I mean, he's definitely supposed to be a creep. The one thing in episode three that made me believe that is when he says carte blanche instead of carte blanche. Right. And that's his way of saying, this isn't me, guys. That was funny. I liked- That was his comedy, right? And I liked it. Yeah, that, I liked that. But but there's still like the way they're shooting this character and the way that the the camera is lingering on him and we're spending so much time with him is like he's not supposed to be a pitiful character. Do you know what I mean? He's Well, he's supposed to be like a dangerous character. Right. But like... <sighs> But I think he is that, coming across a bit pitiful. Yeah, I I do think that like some part of the weekend thought these sex scenes were hot. You know what I mean? Like I I do think that like he is yes he's supposed to be a dangerous character, and I think that's what the weekend thought it was going to be. It was going to be like oh my god, this guy is so alluring, and he is such a Svengali and yeah. so domineering, and and now that everyone is like this guy is so cringe. He's kind of retconning it and being like, well, yeah, that's the point. But, but it's like, it's just, if, if he was, if he was meant to be a cringe pitiful character who we think, who we think is a complete joke. And Lily Rose is the only person taking him seriously. I don't think we, the viewer would be spending quite so much time with him. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, you can't have your cake and eat. It's not working the way that they, the way that it's being done is not getting that message across. I mean, I'll tell you what, like, I don't know how, clearly, I don't know how, like, the business works. <laughs> uh, but if you want to really make some money, like, I would pay premium rates to see the first entire series they shot. Exactly. And then scrapped and started over. I would love to see what it, it was going to be. Let's just remind everyone, the original 
series had a female director, Amy Simons, I think her name was, and The Weeknd, who was a producer and creator of the show, said, allegedly, this is not confirmed. Someone said. Based on anonymous sources, The Weeknd allegedly felt that it was too much of a female point of view. And now watching the show, you're like, what we need, we're getting too much of the Tedros point of view. It's not interesting. Like, we need to be seeing what's going through Lily Rose's head. We need to be seeing what's going through Rachel Senat's head. It's, It's not showing enough of that. It's lingering too much on him. And he's not really whether it's because of the writing or the performance compelling yeah I mean it's not even I mean it is about him but like to me the reason season three lost me is because I'm like oh it's not even about him it's about just like a toxic relationship like it's not even it's literally just watching Lily Rose Depp like continue to get deeper and more involved with someone who's just a walking red flag and Right. And it's like, why do we care? Why do we care? There are no stakes. Like when they blew it, because I understand what they're trying to do with like, you don't get it. We either have to cancel this tour or not. We're going to lose our millions. And then Haim, whatever. I don't know where he's supposed to be from. If it's supposed to be a Jewish name, if, it's, if he's like an Italian, I don't know what, what his accent is, but gray haired kind of authoritative guy. Yeah. Well, he's a famous actor. Uh, what's his name? Um, I don't know. Uh, His name, he had a star of David, so he's definitely supposed to be Jewish. Okay, maybe supposed to be like Israeli then. Um, But like they blew it with his whole, there are stakes that they could have had, which is like, we're all going to lose our jobs over this. But if in episode two, he says to Lily Rose Depp, look, I cannot, I cannot like unidentifiable accent i cannot keep floating half the mortgage lily or or dos or whatever and it's like first of all if you're floating half the mortgage she's not that rich and also you are so you guys have the same amount of money he said that was like the whole thing he's like i can't keep floating the other half of the mortgage on this home which fun fact i do like this that home that they're using is in fact the weekend's personal home that's his house wow well that's why that Okay, but it's like, okay, so he has money. So it's like, so actually, you don't, there are no stakes here. No one has anything to lose. She's ready to bail anyway. They're ready to fire her. And like, so it's like, so who cares? Yeah. And if he was floating half the mortgage, he would stop doing that. He would stop doing that. And he has enough to do that. Like no one in the industry is that kind hearted that they're just going right. to be paying half your mortgage. It's right. not like maybe if it was rent while she's working on a specific project, maybe, but your mortgage, why is this guy paying down the bank, your bank loan for this house? <laughs> and he would never, literally, no, literally, that's what they like. <laughs> they literally verbatim said that. And yeah. then, and then one, one might assume that he's like worked with other people before that he's perhaps even a stronghold in the industry in whatever way. I assure you that all of Britney Spears' old managers are still working with other people. Like It's like, even if Britney t- crashed and burned and the conservatorship is over there and I'm like, well, fuck, we're out of work. It's like, yeah. no, now they have some experience with a major pop star on their resume. They're going to get another job. And a lot of stuff just doesn't make sense. Like, why is he still letting Rachel Senat be there? Obviously, from a writing perspective, you need her because she's going to be the person who tries to mount the mutiny against him. But like, if this guy is a controlling cult leader kind of person, he's going to tell her, like, he told her to go to bed so that he could spank Lily Rose with the hairbrush. But he would have done that earlier. He would have been like, go home. We don't need you here anymore. Like, why is he having her and the Troy Sivan character witness all the manipulation that he's doing? And also... Why did Lily Rose listen when he said to fire the nutritionist when she was having like a it she's not like the it's her arc is not arcing like she at in one minute she's calling him gay, which was wild and I could yeah, but you know what I hated about that real quick on the gay point it's not that it's like so on the nose, but it, it it's just such specifically bad writing because it's such a stereotype of like what not to say to that character that would like like trigger him so much that he has to turn you around. It's just like the minute she was like, "Yeah, guy," it was like, "Okay, you guys are really not trying it all here." And I was like, "No, I'm so not gay that I'm gonna fuck you in Valentino." And it's like, all right, like. Yeah, but it's, yeah, and one minute she she's calling him gay and saying, you can't, well, thank God, you can't come inside me, figure it out on your own, and 
like two hours earlier, she just was like, yeah, you're fired to the guy. It's, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Like what, um, Mo, like, I, I don't know. And- just what's going through it. Well, because also what, they, they made two mistakes real quick. I'll just get your take on too. In those two scenes in particular, there was almost like a mismatch of her attention or care. Like for the record, the trainer, in my opinion, like was hitting on her. Yeah. I don't love Tedros's response. And I don't love her firing on the spot, but actually a boyfriend might be like that guy was literally hitting on you. He literally was. But then when she's sitting in Valentino, listening him to who, first of all, who can't come without grunting alone? You can't, you, when you masturbate, you can't, uh, if you must finish in the dressing room, shut up and finish for her to be sitting there, like just waiting for him to come out while she's hearing him grunt. She wasn't like, this is weird. She was like, (laughs) right. And it was such a pitiful move on his part. He's supposed to be this like in control cult. You ever heard of semen retention, bro? Yeah. Just don't like, just, just be like, okay, we'll figure this out later. Also, I don't right, know. Do a, just... a couple of deep breaths and tuck it back in. Go have a nice day. There's more stores to go to. It seems like you don't even like Valentino based on the way you were acting. So right. Go and, to another store. And why are we on a shopping spree? Wait, why wait, that's are... the thing. Is it, is it like, let's go shopping with your money? Was that the subject? Yeah, and, and, and he's saying, oh, you don't have good taste, but we're not seeing any sort of makeover. We're not seeing Dude, the whole, exactly. one of the central She's been dressing things. sexy this entire time. We, she has no problem right. like wearing heels she just ble- her her feet are bleeding out she's wearing heels what are you fucking talking about yeah it just was so it was like we need to have a rodeo drive i don't know if it was rodeo drive i'm just saying it was it was I like know, implied but, i think it was implied yeah like we need to have this this shopping scene because it's fun but there's no reason for it she's wearing those 1940s tap shorts and he's somehow like going down on her repeatedly in them so i guess they had the wardrobe department put buttons at the crotch i just was this is so funny because it just makes why... no sense right it's just like when it's not making sense i don't, i actually to be honest but this is why I'm... you need a female point of view like a female yeah. director would have yes. been like no she's not wearing tap shorts if we're having repeated scenes of of him going down on her she's not wearing tap shorts i mean literally right like that's yeah and i want to say just side note she made tap shorts look great i I, that was like the only outfit the whole time where i was like actually i love this look like most i'm i get very triggered i used to hang out in sort of like a music scene and i would always like complain to james i would be like why doesn't anybody that like finally has a hit wear pants like everyone's just wearing like bathing suit bottoms around like it's just pants and i was just so triggered by it just because i have such chunko legs but like she did look, I, I liked that look for her. I just thought, I thought she yeah. did look sexy. That's why it's like, fuck you. She doesn't look, she doesn't look, she doesn't look sexy. Like she looks sexy as hell. She's looked sexy this whole time. That's the only thing this show is going for. Like, right. And, you- and one of the central like tension points of the episode was if you really want to be a bad girl, like, you know, put your money where your mouth is. Let's make the cum shot photo, the album cover. And it's like, why wasn't, why was a makeover involved in this? Right. Like, already- I was going to say too. That is the only good idea. I actually don't mind that idea. Yeah, she already dresses like a bad girl. Like Like she has come on her face on the internet. How bad can it get? And then her pushback of that. It's like, wait, Lily, like you're getting eaten out in front of people. I know, I know. But I wouldn't want to be humiliated like that again. What? But wait, you just fucked in Valentino. You don't think that the paparazzi or somebody from the Valentino store might be um, interested in selling the story of you coming on their clothing and you fucking loud as can be in the dressing room with, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. you're that concerned with what people are going to say about you. It's like, well, they don't fucking public, you idiot. Also, we have no frame of reference for whether she's acting out under his, because of his influence or re- whether this is how she really is. And the cum shot photo happened before she met him. So right. it's kind of like this girl is just kind of freaky. And like this, right. so all these sex scenes are kind of like not Par really- for the course. Yeah. It doesn't seem like this is a new, and she's not been dressing like a Disney girl before. She's been showing. She hasn't been wearing shirts. She's been wearing backwards bikini tops. Yeah. So it's just like, there is no continuity happening. It's just like, we, we don't know who this girl actually was before or not. So, okay. Furthering my question about how much of this is supposed to be autobiographical on the weekend or not you brought up an interesting point that this is his house. So that's one of those things where it's like, okay, production Easter egg or symbolic. If we were in 
film school, they would encourage you to delve deep into the symbolism of that being his house. It's his universe. This is from his mind. It's like, you know what I mean? But it also, unless you're in a budgetary issue. I was going to say, unless you're in the business of film class where they would say, especially if you're going to, they still had to pay Amy for those episodes. They scrapped all of those. Then it's a huge amount of money. I think they were like, okay, we'll just use Abel's because, because I'm sure that it was, no, I'm sure that it was, it's not a deep choice. I'm sure that they're going to try to sell it. Like Abel's house. I did watch the, after the episode with the director, like Abel's house was just like too good to not use. And it's like, no, Abel uh, actually forced you to start the whole thing from scratch and can this is one of the only places to save money in a production they make it very clear in episode yeah. two with how expensive that one big ugly shoot was so it's like yeah. no you're literally just saving money yeah 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 yeah. it's film studies versus film production literally talking they, about right right yeah. 101 but two different sides of the of the two curriculum. different sides film studies would be if this is his world yes. this is his universe and he's trying he wants us to think that film production angle is literally it's all about cost. So now here's some more clues for why I think the film studies side has it has a place here. So um when they're talk when she's talking to Haim and Divine and she says it's real his the weekend's ability to produce she says it's really impressive for someone who's self-taught which he is self-taught the weekend right right okay right right so like that's him he's Um, just giving himself a little feather in his cap that's not not him but also like it's one of the things he has in common with the character one of the few things like mokar exactly they have this whole one (laughs) of the big things in here that i did think was an interesting conversation with you which you and i have had on this very podcast is is suffering worth it for the personal growth and development that can come from it they're talking about artistically we're talking about astrologically maybe but well like, I, I think the we're talking that about seems in the like context his... of like karma and I, th- I think they're missing the point which is that like the suffering that you don't choose that you learn from can obviously strengthen it. but to sign up to be a masochist isn't what we're talking about we're talking about suffering right exactly but I, I mean, this seems like something that he's probably grappled with in life and thought about a lot. Mm-hmm. The song at the end. Now, this is really going to blow your mind. <laughs> so earlier in the episode, when he's talking to her managers or whoever, all the different you know people are that are around her. And he's saying, we're going to get Mike Dean in. He's a producer. He's worked with Kanye. The song at the end, which is called come back to me or something mm-hmm. the, the opening lyrics are i've been manipulated a hundred times but it yeah. never felt so soft and kind it's the weekend singing it who co-wrote it mike dean oh no oh my so god this, molly i know so it's like uh, well because i it was like what we were even talking about earlier too which is like okay the the foray into this show even existing was him being like i'm done with making music and it's like um actually the entire soundtrack is new music from you and right. this fake characters soundtrack is clearly all music from you so like do you mean what do you mean re- retire or you think you went into film scores like bro you're this is all your music right it's and like it's mike whole- dean they were actually referring to someone that actually exists that actually made that song yeah exactly that they're gonna try to make a single yeah, so they're putting <laughs> all these Easter eggs of like the weekend's real life and his real biographical details. So then at the same time, the weekend is responding to the online backlash about how creepy this character is by saying, no, he's supposed to be a creep. He's supposed to be a creep. And it's just, I don't know. It's really interesting. It, it actually is interesting. I think it's a point in their favor that in their favor to say like, what is the point of this? What are they trying to say? How much of this character is supposed to be the weekend? Because it seems like part of what, I don't know. I still think it's a, and some people have said also online that like, there are elements of Selena Gomez in this character. Obviously you've pointed out that there are elements of Britney Spears. She's clearly an amalgamation, but I still think that this is him like all those lines saying, you know, some of the most terrible experiences in life can be the most valuable artistically. Robert Plant had a son who died when he was five, blah, blah, blah. Like that was, um, I don't know the character's name, but the guy who's hooking up with Rachel Senat. Isaac, That's him. Isaac, go deeper. Isaac. Go, deeper. Okay. go deeper. I'll shock you, Isaac. You're not a human. You're a manimal. Yeah. But I think that is like, that's what the weekend is trying to tease out 
with this show. Maybe. Okay. So then from, from the writer's room, what I would, what I would offer to the weekend just as a lowly intern would be, there's a huge difference between someone's child dying and then them working through the pain artistically or making the best of it versus someone that murders their child and then feels that pain. Yeah, I think he's I think he's saying what if you use the idea that suffering is valuable artistically to become this crazy cult leader? Even like, if what you if, do though, then you've then you've suffered enough, Jocelyn. Now let's just turn yeah. it into some beats. Do you know what I mean? It's like the fact that it's like so now let's manufacture some suffering is like, wait a second. This is not life coaching. Nobody's aim here is to feel worse. Like and I just thought the whole thing with that, the whole suffering thing was so on the nose. Like, yeah. it's like, mama beat me with the brush. So he's like, give me the brush. And it's like, oh, uh, and then she's like, thank you for taking care of me. And it's like, oh, okay. So she's, she just found her mommy and the daddy now. And it's all the same. And no one said anything then. And no one will say anything now. The thing that I thought about during the show, like per, to your point of like, well, how much is it the weekend? How much is it not the weekend or whatever mm-hmm. is one that as much as I was starting to just without even meaning to dislike the show and I wanted to like it because I want to be a contrarian. I want to, I want to be different than the others, but I was feeling myself not liking it. And then I was trying to not trying. I I was able to Gemini. I was able to see the other perspective. I was able (laughs) Gemini, like Gemini, like Lily. And I was able like test fate to see the other side, which was like, okay, so maybe like, this is so painful because they're, showing us the like okay so the sex scene from from episode two that everyone's cringe about I actually didn't think it was that cringe I actually sort of liked it because I know I can't I'm so scarred by the fact that you liked it I did like it and and here's why I liked it because I felt that in terms of the characters and in that moment it was an effective way for like because it's like okay they're they're showing us this character who's like seen all the time and taking Jocelyn. commands all the time, Jocelyn. But this was the first time where I think I think they were trying to show like the characters, like allowing herself to be seen. And in that way, I thought it was sort of erotic, right? And then the woman watching, I just wish there was more payoff with the Chloe character. I don't know why she would like. I I was sure that her being in the closet and watching was gonna like lead to something no good that was like pre-planned. And it just like no, it was just weird. Like she was just there, and it's like okay. It was weird. It's just weird. And so that And what's with the me. fingers in the mouth? What I is, know. Especially after so, COVID. Especially after COVID. It's so weird. And I don't know. I yeah. hate, there's nothing I want to say sexually. If anybody here on this podcast ever gets a chance to to romp with your girl, like, yeah, don't put your fingers anywhere near my mouth. And I won't either. Yeah, ew. And him. And I'm not a prude. I'm not a prude, but yeah, I don't need I don't need fingers or spit or slaps or anything. I think like that. yeah, the spit thing is truly what kind of washed up old sea hag do you think you're sleeping right. with that you need to spit on your hand? Honestly, like, grab a little coconut oil. Like yeah. Or how about foreplay? How about yeah? Right. How about just turn her on? Right. Turn, turn her on, on enough. That you don't need to do that. Gentlemen, if you're listening, which we know straight men are not. It's don't possible. do that. It's disgusting. Right. If you need to spit on someone's pussy in order to put it in, then she's not ready for you to fuck her yet. Yeah. It's really, really disgusting. Actually, they must get it from porn. They like 100%. How would you even come up with that? It's disgusting. Oh, it's but- 100. Well, no, it's like from porn or from the eighth grade when you're experimenting and you're like, well, it's literally like, but in eighth grade, I think they probably got it from porn. So I think porn is probably yeah, just the in answer. Eighth grade. I mean, I can't even, I can't even. I remember the first time I was it. eating out. The first time I was eating out, he asked, I was I, not in the eighth grade. I was a freshman in high school and he was like, can I? And I didn't know what he was asking. And I was like, yeah. And then he started to go down on me. And I was, I didn't even know that existed. I didn't oh know that God. that was a thing that people did. <laughs> I would pay so much money to have an overhead video. I was on a bathroom floor at a party with my first boyfriend. And he was licking my vagina. And I was like, <laughs> I remember afterwards being like, you guys, Dave did the craziest thing. I felt so weird. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing that people did. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. That's really funny. I know. And he probably didn't either until he saw it in a porn. Until literally this this series where he's like, I'm going to try it. <laughs> yeah. But okay. the other thing, though, that occurred to me, I want to say real quick from an astrological perspective that I think makes this kind of interesting to look at is that Abel Tesfaye, the man, not Tesla Tesla, but Abel Tesfaye, 
you know, he's an Aquarius sun, Scorpio moon. Now we wouldn't usually think that air signs and water signs had anything in common, except that like last week we were talking about the fixed signs of the, of the Gorga family. These are two fixed signs. And the one thing that Scorpio and Aquarius have in common, in common, in common, in common, is that they love control. They want control. Mm. So thinking of that in terms of able the character. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Wanting control makes so much sense. And then Lily Rose, who has a fixed moon, but is a Gemini sun, you could see where she would be like, yeah, I could see the story where like, I don't think she's being bullshit. I think she's like, yeah, I could see it working both ways. Like, okay, yeah, I'm down to reshoot the whole thing. Okay, whatever. As long as like, I'm still committed to the things I'm committed to. And it's still like, you know, whatever, whatever she found to be compelling about the character or the script, as long as she could keep that. And really, because Scorpio Moon, it, it really was sort of just like having this experience, having it be on HBO and then having it be sex. I think she was like, yeah, nipples out. We're good. But I think, yeah, it's no big deal to her. Right. And so I think that like we can see where that's a very much this is very much the collaboration of a all fixed Aquarius Scorpio versus like a mutable fixed Gemini Scorpio. Yeah, that's cool. That makes sense. Hmm. So we're going to keep watching this show. We are. We committed. Look, when Capricorns commit, we climb the freaking mountain. And even if we're accidentally walking down, we know it will lead to greater valleys and peaks. But yeah, we're but yeah, this episode, I I, the only reason I continued watching is because you were like, should we talk about it? And I was like, all right, I'll finish now. I know. I know. (laughs) I I just I really like all the supporting characters enough to care what happens genuinely like and the weekend's character is so creepy and weird. And I'm so confused by his decision to make this his first vehicle. It's really a vanity project. And it is. It is the no, I, I, I actually can't think of a another example of a recent vanity projects that is so vain including the oh, location of the shooting i will tell you what what three uh spare archetypes podcast and the oprah interview. <laughs> that's not even what i was thinking of i was thinking of arnold schwarzenegger documentary on netflix oh, did you watch i started it the connor i came upstairs and my mom i came upstairs and my mom was watching the schwarzenegger doc the other day and i was like you picked this I was like, I, all right I, I kind of love him. But I'm like, open to I was going to say, should we talk about it? I'm kind of open to it. I'm curious. It's too much of a blowjob to himself. It's He's like, I just love to pump iron and then the, the world loves to see me. Yeah, this what one, the Conor, <laughs> the Conor McGregor one, which I really watched against my will, but like, because he is has multiple rape allegations against him. Speaking and, of like last week. Yeah, the, the, the documentary is completely sanitized. It's all about how awesome he is. Oh and it God. mentions none of that. And I watched um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, which again was just a man sitting there pontificating about how awesome his work is. And I'm just like, Netflix, you have got to stop. These are bad documentaries. This is not good work. So yeah, those are more vain vanity projects. And I, I have to say, as far as a project for Abel Tesve, I do think it's really interesting that he picked this because it makes him look like such a douche. And it's fu- it's like it is very subversive. It's very dark. And I, I do admire him for picking something 
that he is... didn't pick something. He wrote something. Right, right, exactly. He he created something that in and is... of itself, the idea is not bad. Yeah, it's just kind of. I think they should have kept. Maybe they should have kept the original director or something. I don't know, but it is admirable that he didn't. He he didn't write it as he's the hero, but. Also, is he writing it that way? We still don't really know yet because, like I said, there are so many aspects of this character that are autobiographical to him. I don't think that he's, and I could be all the way off here based on everything so far, but I don't, I think it would be hard for me to believe that at this point in the three out of six episodes, there's any way that this character could be heroic. Um that being said, I think what they're trying to show is that no one is, including her quote unquote friends, because they're all on the payroll, right? The irony, though, is that the thing that they're, and it's, I'm not talking about like the sex and the sexploitation. I'm talking about the money. Episode three focused so much on, and really the premise of the show focuses so much. It's like, well, if money wasn't a thing, what would you do? And it's like, well, money is a thing. And that's why we yeah. reshot and rewritten this entire thing for you, Abel. Don't right. act like you didn't pay for this. And therefore you're lording your whole vision of, you're just literally coming all over us. <laughs> like yeah so like it is about money and that's why you're daddy in this so shut the fuck up yeah and it's interesting how let's I not think- knock rachel and troy in for for not really being her friends because they need money everybody does including everybody on this cast and this crew able thanks for the thanks for the bills yeah i just think it's interesting to see how his project as an artist how much more palatable it is in music than in a TV show. And I think that's interesting, you know, like to be dark, complex, subversive, it's it, he has nailed how to pull that off with his music and like, he can be creepy and be inhabiting a creepy character in his songs. And we know it's not him, but he's not really, I mean, he's a novice at television, but why wouldn't he think that he would come in and create something perfect award-winning because he did that with music. And especially with all of that Aquarius and Capricorn in his chart, he literally thinks he's like the goat. Like he thinks he's the best. Like even he's though he's God. God, he thinks he's God, God. Tedros, Tedros. Tedros, Tedros, God, God. God and twice. What's more God than God? God, God. God, God. <laughs> like the only thing I can think of that would be more God than God is God squared. Yeah. Like that's it. It's really God squared. This episode too, I was like, were they watching the Vanderpump rules like this whole time? And they're like, and then he ate her out in the back of the car. It's like, wait a second. Didn't we just talk about this with Lala and Ariana? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you pulling from my dude? But you I do think I was thinking of oh my God, Jeanette, McCur- Jeanette McCurdy. I'm glad I- my mom died. Well, that's exact. Okay. You are you reading my notes? That's I, I literally wrote like, oh, so they're trying to make her like uh they are following that Disney, right? Jeanette is, who is confused and Jocelyn confused about the death of her abusive mother. And they're mm. like, no, she did it for me. And it was like, but that's where even even with that though, when you listen to I love Jeanette McCurdy. I bought the book. I didn't read it yet. We could put that on the book list. Did you read it? Yeah, oh, I, read read it it? My, I read it on my honeymoon. I read it. Oh, on Molly. Oh, Molly. Well, I know. Oh, my God. That's so well, I was. I know. <laughs> While I was sitting in a Mauritian hair salon, getting the adhesive from my extensions oh. pulled out of my head. I was reading. Oh. I'm glad my okay. mom died. Actually, that tracks like just pain and pain and pain. Yeah, I was like, this is actually feminine pain, extension. feminine pain, feminine pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's exactly who came to mind too. where it's like, oh, she just put out this information information about and because her her interviews even if you didn't read the book which I bought but lol didn't read but I watched all of the the talks that she did because I just I'm curious and she repeats the same thing over and over and over again which is how confusing it is to like really love your mother and mourn her death and then in retrospect be able to recognize that it was abuse it was horrific too and the book is written in a really it's a really really quick read it's harrowing. She writes it in the voice of a kid. Like her oh, writing. Man. She seems, I, I, from what I know, I really like her. You would like the book. It's a good, it's, it's all right. A, maybe it's I'll crack book. it open. It's hard. It's a hard read, but it's an easy read at the same time, if that makes any sense. Because of the way that it's written, it's super quick. But just the amount of shit that she goes through, you're just like, oh my God. Like, what the fuck? Well, it sounds really bad. Yeah. From what I've heard in the interviews where it's like, I just thought being like bulimic was normal because my mom was. It's like, wait a second. Like, 
what? My mom fat shamed a baby the other day. So I did really. <laughs> Look, the baby's fat. I, baby's fat. I know. <laughs> it's, see, a boom, see. it's a boomer thing. It's a boomer thing. I had to say to her, I was like, mommy, I'm going to be, I'm going to be home in a couple of weeks. I, did you know that in early July for like 10 days? Oh, and wait, let's hang. Let's hang. Yeah, we need to. And I was like, look, I'm going to be home. It's going to be hot. I'm six months pregnant. I'm going to be almost seven by the time I'm home. I'm going to wear a bikini because one of the joys of my life is getting a tan and I live and I live in England. So I'm not New Jersey, mom. Yeah. Better be okay with a fat belly. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to wear a one piece. It is not in my DNA. It doesn't matter what I look like. I'm not wearing a one piece. Okay. And And my mom was like, what? And I was like, (laughs) she had an expectation of you wearing a one piece. Yes, she would think it would be like inappropriate for me to wear a bikini pregnant. She thought it was inappropriate for me to wear a bikini as a little kid. And I was like, we're Catholic. And I was like, look, here's what I need you to do. I need you to journal all the things that you think you want to say to me out loud about my gigantic pregnant belly in a bikini. You should be like, mom, focus on my tits. Exactly. Well, no, that's going to be too much too. She'll think it's too slutty. Vulgar. And I'm oh, like, it's vulgar. You're going to be a mom. It's not. It's like I know. It's literally for feeding your grandchild. Right, so I was it's like, food, it's fridge. I need come you on. to journal all of this and let it come out through the pen <laughs> so that it doesn't come out through your face to me. Okay. That must and, be so annoying because they're a journalist. Like because your mom's technically a journalist as well. It's like there's no excuse. For you to not be doing pen to paper before we discuss. Oh, Sarah, the biggest. Like, don't metaf- you dare! That would bother me so much. Like, okay, writer, don't you dare come at me with your first drafts, ma. Yes, that's it. But Sarah, she Dude. has it's a running joke in our family that she buys journals all the time and never yeah. writes, never writes in them. She has fifty thousand unused journals in the house. You're gonna be like, yo, Andy, I know someone at the Star Ledger, <laughs> right? And um, also, get in there. Yeah, I mean, you got I mean, talent, kid. <laughs> now that the kids are gone, you might really have some fun getting back to it. I know, I know. Why don't I you know. even write some articles? Why don't you write an op-ed about what it's like to parent a fat person now? <laughs> <laughs> Try on that for a second. Don't think of it as journaling before we talk. Think about it as an op-ed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's. That's the Can way we reverse forward. psychology her into writing this before you get there. <laughs> yeah, write an op-ed about why pregnant women shouldn't wear bikinis. We and love your opinion. See where it gets you. See where the logic takes you. See and see what the internet says. About. And read it back and say, is this sound or is this a little bit of my baggage from being a boomer who grew up with diet culture? What I've been saying to my mother is same similar plea. Jot it down before you express it. Uh, every single thing is something I, and then I'll be like, don't say that. I'm like, that's an unkind thing to say. And she'll be like, but I'm your mother. It's like, that doesn't, I don't know who told anybody that being your mother meant that you had Car- Cardi Blanche. Carte Blanche. Just a fucking asshole. But like. My mom says that too. I'm your mother. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. When she says that, I go, what do you think that means? What yeah, do- how about, yeah. Cool. Don't nurture me. <laughs> yeah. Like- yeah. 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 Definitely take another swing. Take another swing, mom. Definitely be my biggest critic for sure. Yeah. That is totally what that. motherhood is all about. Like what? Yeah, I can't wait to see how fat this baby is. We'll get him on the plan. Baby's on Atkins because God forbid, you know. But it's just like, right? So no, but I'll say to my mother, like, please, like, run it through your brain. Or and what I've been asking her to, to ask herself because it's not about being nice. I'm not nice, she says. I say okay, and you didn't raise me to be nice, but you did raise me to be kind and polite and I, would, I would consider whether or not what you well she would not say she was polite and she is not polite but she would say be kind like be kindness was important back yeah. in the day I don't know what happens after menopause your brain just melts or something but like she and then she's like sorry it's my thyroid and it's like oh is it it's your, th- oh, it's your <laughs> it's thyroid? thyroid oh sorry that my sorry that my other character came out to play today it's my thyroid and it's like and she's a gemini literally it's like no it's literally just your moon and you need to get it under control yeah but um no she's been like yeah no i don't i don't need to get into it but i just want you guys to know that um we have two dogs that we're praying don't die in the next four days before their 
mommy and daddy come back, but they are on their fucking deathbed. It's been horrible. My mother oh, tried Jesus. to pick one up to walk him up the stairs today. She has a broken arm. And I'm like, <gasps> are you kidding me? Every time I might go do something, like I might have to cancel my show tonight. Dazzy has a, a, a room all set up for me to go down at least for a few months. All of a sudden you had to pick up the dead dog or the, the nearly dead dog. And now she's like, super re-injured and it's like why do I keep doing this to myself it's like maybe to keep maybe to keep me home I think yeah that was a little bit on purpose don't um yeah don't act so surprised my page and Dr. Freud here I am at your beck and call again yeah 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 no no worries yeah oh god I'm sorry yeah really annoying that sucks but yeah I am gonna inherit the family biz so I'll have my own almost dead dogs to care for someday and I look forward to I that. think you should edit out the almost dead dogs just in case anyone from Myra's Anyone's dog, dog. oh true oh my god true but also yeah, like yeah. we will but also side note like advertisement like we'll care for your we'll, we're hospice we will care for your dying dog <laughs> yeah yeah for sure for sure doggy hospice that's pospice pospice Pos- wait bro <laughs> not cutting we actually just rebranded myra's canine that's the whole thing i've always had jokes about canine cardio being the worst name oh, no, so misleading Sarah. so misleading Sarah, canine myra's- cardio pospice is genius Ma- myra's canine cardio is the funniest fucking thing especially knowing that your mom is not having these dogs do cardio like everyone no, literally the- what she means by cardio is like i am getting out of my chair and i'm opening the back the fenced in i'm opening the back door that's fenced in so the dogs can pee and i'm doing cardio by walking to the door i love that hospice is a joint venture is a second venture. genius yeah right. we will double keep- the rates because they're they're literally diarying on the floor but we, yeah. will, we will we will walk you over the rainbow bridge guys come on <laughs> Okay, I'm so glad we thought of another business. Pospice is really good, Marl. What did you think of the Epstein Island joke? Okay, friend of the pod, Ava, was similarly shook by that joke. I'm only shook by it because it's a bad joke. They said, like, like making more, like, assholes bleed than Epstein Island. First of all, he wasn't butt-fucking anybody. That, like, it's just like, if you're going to make an Epstein Island joke... Well, we don't know that. Well, kind of. I mean, they've been pretty clear about what he did do and it it just like it was a few very specific things and it specifically it was p and v it was p and v and it was more just like weird massage groping like he did have legally on record a micro penis weird like he, he no that was weinstein no it was also epstein i'll send you the clip of him there's a deposition what? yeah 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 no dude didn't we talk about this oh my god no this has been like on the forefront of like what do i do with this nugget of information they both have very literally and in deposition epstein storms out of a deposition because he, he's like um so-and-so reported like do you have like a a, a penis the shape of the jeffrey egg? epstein search jeffrey penis. epstein penis deposition or like egg penis like looked really weird tiny egg penis and deposition he, somebody he, one of the cops asks him about it in a in a video and he's like i, I said that i'm not doing this and he storm he like almost flips the table and storms out egg-shaped penis yep. And he's circumcised. Like, what is even going on? What is even going on? Ava's going to be so happy. Ava, I see you. I hear you. and understand completely where you're coming from. It's a bad joke, not only just in terms of taste, but it's a bad joke because nobody's ass was bleeding on Epstein Island uh, as far as I've, as far as the reporting. Well, I, I think, okay, let me first, before we talk about that. Okay, this is from the New Zealand Herald, which has weirdly good SEO. The New Zealand Herald pops Wait, up all the time. Actually, I was going to say it? it popped up for me too all the time. And I was yeah. like, are there great? Is there great reporting coming out of New Zealand? They just have they just have good SEO. Okay, one witness later described Epstein's penis as quote egg shaped, but Allison, whoever that is, was more specific. Quote, he's circumcised and he has some sort of birth defect. His penis is really weirdly shaped, like a teardrop, like a drop of water, dot, dot, dot. So, I mean, if you tried to put that kind of a thick thing into an asshole, I guess technically it would bleed, but I could cut that, I I guess. But, um, well, but that's, but it's like, but but it's like, that's not like, no, he was like doing weird massage stuff, weird, like. Yeah, the point of the joke was to show that, the Eli Roth character right. is like a real asshole. Right, right. Exactly. Think, right. It was, it was totally like a personifying, right. They were trying to go like, this is the kind of joke this guy tells, but it's like, at least make a good joke. Make it a good joke. Yeah. In the same way that they keep using that one line that's from next episode of uh, Destiny saying, 
my grandma always said, never trust a guy with a rat tail. It's like, it's like somewhere like before the show even started. It's like when you do an improv show and you have like a funny joke on the, from the back line that's unrelated, but you're like, I'm going to get it in there some way. And it's like, okay, so you shoved in your, your rat tail line. And that's why he has a rat tail. That's a joke you think is so funny. And you wanted to get an Epstein joke in. And it's like, but it's not worth that. He also doesn't have a rat tail. He has a ponytail. They keep calling it a rat tail and it's just simply a thin ponytail, but also. Well, it's like, then they're like braiding it, I guess. Yeah. It's not a rat tail, but like rat tail is. When what they, is, what would you say a rat tail? Is rest of your head is shaved or short and oh. you just have the rat tail. There's no, oh. there's no hair elastic required for a rat tail. So you're saying a rat tail is almost like the, the, like the little cousin of a mullet. Yes, 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 yes. It's definitely, wow. um, good distinction journalist in the same you. ballpark i mean i grew up in delco there was a lot of rat tails <laughs> a lot of rat tails a lot of rat tails in the outside philly area when i was growing up right. so i know exactly right. what they are i have a bit of a cavalier tail but maybe that's just because i've been spending so much time with them <laughs> this fluffy thing uh, wait what did you say before because i was gonna say something else too it's just not a good epstein joke and I think they had like a few things that were like, this is going to be so funny. And we'll make sure we get it into the show somehow. I don't think anyone don't thought work. it was funny. I think it was jarring on purpose because it was disgusting. It's a mental image that's fucking gross. But it's just not a good. I could think of 10 people that would be buttfuck offenders or, you know, I don't know. It's just like it's just not a good joke. It's just it's like yeah. cashing out on Epstein. It's not supposed to be a good joke. It's supposed to be, ew, this guy is an asshole. And I think, though, that it is maybe interesting or admirable to even mention Epstein in a show that has this kind of corporate backing because ah, like okay that's interesting you know no who everyone on the uh-huh. internet is joking about and talking about Epstein Weinstein 24 7 but like huh. the the actual media with like a capital M like the corporate endorsed media is like la 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 pretend this didn't happen so I don't know. I guess it is. You do, yeah, I see what you're saying. That's actually sort of interesting. You do right, give actually, a little credit for actually yeah. mentioning it. But yeah, the joke was. But it's just it could have been you could you could I could make tons of cuttable Epstein jokes than we have from this pod. That just they're two disconnected thoughts to me. But OK, I know. You wanted to do Epstein, do Epstein. Sure. Maybe it was like a. Well, it's just maybe I mean, I mean, it's like, look at this other guy who's supposed to have her best interests at heart and look at how he's speaking right about women, well, about was, young women. Like it's it's like, who's the real villain here? Why? Why are we right? We're being primed. well, that and I think that is the question of yeah, the show. we're being primed to think that Tedros is the villain. But this guy can say something so disgusting so in with in such a casual way that you're kind of like, oh, God, like none of these people he's not he's not the the thing is he's not turning her against a group of people who have her best interests at heart either right she was well that's also why the show is poorly written because if there were stakes like she did love them so much at the beginning then he'd be really taking her away from something but in this case she's kind of like right for the picking so it's not that deep or interesting but i do think that like okay so i, I said like as i was hating it i was hearing able and Levinson in my head being like, no, you don't get it. Like, you're not a film student. <laughs> like, right. you don't get it. Like, no, the reason that these sex scenes are so cringe and, and we're hanging in the pain so long is because that's what we're doing to our pop stars. And like, that's what we are. We And, and this idea of like, who is the better like family to trust? Nobody's trustworthy. Why, why are you casting your judgment on God, God? Yeah. When... When Jane Adams is worse, and you know, and yeah, it's exactly. like, all right, sure, okay, yes, you are making that point. It is hard to watch. This is brutal. We're se- over sexualizing everything, and certainly we do that in the industry. So, okay, sure, 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 sure. But it's still just like as a, as a narrative, it's not that interesting. Yeah, and also as a writer, it it doesn't work. Like the gross, weird sex scenes between her and him serve absolutely no function because it's not like because she- he's five eight, he's five eight, and it's it's not like she was. No offense, short guys. I'm just saying. It's not like she was repressed before. Like, we know right. she already w- was not repressed, not even ashamed of the cum shot photo. She was like, it's not that She bad. had no reaction to it. Right. So it's like. Why now, all of a sudden, when there's actually a good idea, the only good idea here was make that the single cover. Yeah, thousand percent. Actually, I agree with that. And yeah. I agree that the trainer was inappropriate. Why are those two things? Why was she like, no, you don't understand. It's humiliating. It's like, <laughs> with the other thing with that is you weren't humiliated before. Yeah, you they don't own the cop- copyright on the cum shot photo. The person who shot it did. <gasps> 
So they would have to pay a lot of money to that person in order to make it the album cover. That is unbelievable. That's so sick. I know. But even then, wouldn't it have been a more interesting plot point if Jocelyn was just like, yeah, fuck it. I am that cum rag. And then we had to. But she did. That would be a. No, but no, but she didn't. She was like, I don't want the, the world saying I'm a comrade. No, she was saying, I don't want the world saying I'm a comrade. I just want all of you yeah, saying I'm a she comrade. She had a sense of humor like, about it. She was like, I would rather it not trend again. But like, it wasn't the end of the world when it happened. Then why are you fucking loud in Valentino, you fucking moron? Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. Like the weird sex scenes have nothing. Like pop in public, in yeah. public. And now that also he's, he's introduced to this hairbrush spanking thing it's like okay that's the thing where maybe he's gonna latch into her psyche a little bit more but also she was way too into that too quickly also she's open to the latching got anything in the store as beautiful as she is who would even say that to a a store clerk yeah it doesn't why is he flirting with him on behalf of her she couldn't even hear him it doesn't track yeah with who he is as a person and then when he's threatening the guy oh my god that was so embarrassing don't you look at her again even though we're all looking at her where like what like literally that's where it's like yeah i mean i guess the only thing that makes sense is that he does say like every once in a while you want to do some cocaine and it's like oh okay that's they're all on cocaine oh yeah I forgot about that. They didn't really do that's the only that. that's the only thing that's the only through line that makes this make also, sense. Also, why did we have to look at Lily Rose with jizz on her face and we didn't have we didn't have to look at Abel with jizz on his hands? Why did he Or at the very least, let me see a dress. Let me see the let me see the dressing room and where did he jizz? Right. Like why why did he get the modesty of being having his <laughs> yeah. jizz hidden from his hands? Because he's important. Yeah. He's a big he's a big musician. He's respected. But we no had, jizz on these hands. But we had to see it literally on her fucking face. Like Right. We had to scroll with her just to be yeah. shocked with the picture that she knows she took. And it's just, just like, like whatever. This is where the the guys behind this show are not doing themselves any favors of making it torture porn it's like if you or just like whatever people are gonna love it either way because it's abel and lily and it's like no guys it's hbo we have like a high standard of excellence yeah their thing is like it's sex it's real it's raw that's why we have to show the cum shot on her face and it's like okay why doesn't that apply to him and also why doesn't that count as her having a um highly sexual past yeah exactly so okay someone's photographing her taking cum shots she knows about sex yeah exactly the last thing I want to say real quick, I just want to say the timeline's unclear. Has this been three days? Has it been two months? Oh, they said they a just, week. She said the last couple of days. She said it's been so good getting to know you guys in the last couple of days. The last couple of days. It's silly. It could, it's a cool concept. And then there's, they have it. They had a shot. We got to see the first version. I know. I really would love to see the first version and I'm going to keep watching this. Anyway, I think I like it. Honestly, like the fact that I'm still watching it, the fact that we're able to sit here and talk about it for over an hour, it means that there is something there to chew on. It does. Right. Credit where credit is due. Shit. And it's sparking yeah. a lot of discussion, you know? Yeah, damn. Yeah, we can't stop watching now, actually. Yeah. So, okay, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast. I don't know if we'll do an episode four recap. Maybe we'll wait till the series finale. We don't need to. If, if we must, if we must, I guess we will. I know, we but... don't need to, like, so breathlessly recap every minute right. of the show but. but it is just interesting because it i mean i guess it, to, to their credit it is bringing up a lot of stuff real quick last question as a journalist yeah what happened to hari neff first of all where's the vanity fair writer that was like the only interesting yeah. part of this coming out where it was like i write i was so excited to see how these stories get written from that point of view right she's been here which they also had no idea they would have never sent someone who was like it was complete but they never get journalism right but like that bitch was i mean i guess what no what i assume will happen is that we will see an article about diane in vanity fair come out and like diane was a little mum this episode we know she was shooting at her soundstage the k-pop girl the k-pop girl so like i think that'll be like we're hard we that will come back diane and harry neff will come back no but the other thing is i remember reading about the amy Simon's when they were like they had six of the ep- they specifically said six of the episodes shot and they scrapped them how many episodes were there supposed to be whoa in the first place because now it's only six it's not just the weekend it's house only five that it's only five so it's not just the weekend's house they're saving money on like I get the sense that this was supposed to be like at least a 12 episode thing. Well, I think they probably were shooting at the weekend's house from the beginning. And I think they probably used a lot of footage from the first round in this round as well. I just want to know how many there were supposed to be in that first version because they got right. to six and then they scrapped it. But as far as I understand, they hadn't finished. They were yes. at six. So 
something interesting than me there. Because because the thing is, like, when I, when I was texting you earlier, this episode, the reason I was not able to even able like finish finish until I finish, kind of like able in the dressing room and balance. You know, wow, it actually is so deep Ew. film school. But Ew. it's like it's because what I want to say is like they lost the plot, and then it sort of occurred to me like actually I don't know what the plot is, and I think that that's a huge. I think there, a plot is missing here, and maybe it's the lack of stakes. But there's really no. There's no stakes, but it did crystallize a little bit for me. Like in this episode, the scene in the recording studio is that's the central theme. That's the way that he's going to manipulate her is by convincing her that she needs to suffer in order to create good art. But it's like she's been suffering. Right. And like, why is why does he have zero music industry experience? Like, I actually think what you're saying is just like auto tune. Yeah. Like he he has zero music industry experience, but he has this huge philosophy that he's he's brainwashed multiple people into believing about creating art and he's a nightclub owner it just it's I don't know but maybe it will all work I literally have a child pressing on my bladder so we I can't okay let's go pee pee we hope there's a murder and we'll be back with Harry and Megan next yes space trash trash in space space trash lifestyles the rich and Uranus space trash Celebrities, they're trash, but the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.